Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. I, it's, it's, it's in, interesting um, having, so I have a, we have some, um, some groups also. I mean, there's a trillion of these Facebook groups on the Facebook. Um, but Facebook. one of the, one of the things that, that comes up constantly, and you said it earlier is, you know, which, which lead company are you using? Which lead company are you using? You see it over and over and over again. I think it's entirely the wrong question. Right. Like the, the question that they should be asking is, what process do you follow when you get leads? Because the leads don't matter. The leads don't matter. Right. We talked a little bit on, on your thing. It's like if you can't if, if it's a zero percent contact rate, they suck. If it's <laughs> 10 or better, they're good. That's it. Right. It doesn't really matter because what you do with those leads at that point is what does matter. And so, you know, you'll ask people, how many times are you calling them? Three, four. I mean, four is about tops, you know. And it takes it takes so many dials, so many yeah. dials. Was so, it the average average to even get in contact with them if you don't get them on the initial one is like nine or ten, something around there, and then average per, yeah. average amount of contacts for a purchasing decisions like up to twenty something. So you know your four or five dials is not going to set you up for a high contact rate for sure, um, especially if the only thing you're doing is dialing. I mean. Right. With, text, email, messaging, you know, all these different ways of getting in contact with people. People don't answer the phones as much anymore because, you know, most of it's spam. Um, most of it's, you know, people, you know, trying to sell them something, which obviously we're trying to get in touch with them because we know we can help them and we do want to help them. But, you know, especially millennials and millennials would rather like, you know, jump out a window than answer a phone. So if you can hit them up through, you know, text or messenger or something like that, something they're not going to leave unread. I mean, like, I don't know about you guys. If I have a voicemail, if I like was using ringless voicemail or something, or if I have a text or, or a Facebook message, I'm going to read it. Like, I'm, I hate, uh, maybe it's me, I'm OCD maybe, but I, I don't like <laughs> leaving those things unread. Like, who left me a voicemail? What is it? Is it important? Okay, I'm going to listen to it. So, but if I see a number, in fact, the, the phones now are getting so good at recognizing spam numbers and you know it'll just be like what? probably spam or spam number I'm like okay well i'm definitely not answering that and i've had legitimate businesses call me that it's flagged them as that on my phone so i can only imagine what people that are are really really doing those are getting flagged as so i mean yeah yep i know and and now with the new ios 14 and the new version of um android they just updated it where numbers are getting are getting marked as spam like so easily it's unreal yep so then you know you got to put in systems in place to overcome those things and and don't use your personal number for your dials and your calls you don't want your personal number getting marked as spam uh yeah 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 it it's definitely it's definitely interesting the um the question you're asking the wrong questions because it really does come down to, uh, I, I guess for leads, it would be processed because with the right process mm -hmm. in place, the, the, the leads over time really only move it, move the needle so much. You know what I mean? The right process can move all the leads to a mm -hmm. good spot or, or move them to where none of them get results. So, right. And at, at some point, that's going to involve at least some sort of automation or software at some point. I mean, you're, you're only going to be able to do so much manually at scale unless you opt to invest in, you know, very expensive type leads that, yeah, your contact rate may be 
way higher. I mean, I think that's something too, is most agents don't really recognize the or realize the different types of leads that they can get is like, oh, everything's internet leads or, you know, everything's data or, or, or on the opposite end, I expect every lead to have the, you know, credit card ready when they answer the phone and ready to purchase insurance right then and there. And, yeah. you know, in reality, I think, you know, a lot fall kind of in the in-between spectrum. Yeah. You can pay a lot for, and get a little, especially if you haven't done due diligence or ever, but um, realizing that there is such thing as data, there is such thing as short form, there's such thing as age leads, there is real time leads, there is live transfers, there is all these kind of different ones, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily realize that. And so they go with, you know, maybe internet leads, but they have no process. And so they're just kind of manually calling them a couple times and hoping it works out, which is not the way to be effective mm -hmm. internet leads. So as you guys probably well know, so yeah. Yeah. Well, and then back to those metrics on them, you know, if they're not looking back at the metrics, then so if you're, you know, I, I don't know what a premium lead costs because I wouldn't ever get that. But but it's what tw if it's 20 bucks for some lead, that's supposedly better. I mean, you got to sell one in five for it to be worth it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so, it all depends on what line of insurance and stuff as well. You know, for, yeah, I guess that's true. For PNC, yeah, if you're making 50 bucks off a new auto policy or 150 off a new home or something like that, yeah, you need to convert a significant amount of those. Right. But yeah, if your final expense or something like that, where you're making, you know, 500,000 plus off a sale, then okay, maybe it's a little different. And so, sure. I mean, that's, that's the thing too. All the lines are totally different, you know. Um, but it all, once again, it all does, it doesn't matter because it all comes down to your metrics and your tracking. Um, yeah. As long as you know you're generating ROI, that's, that's what matters at the end of the day. It doesn't so. matter. Yeah. What's the, what are some, uh, some, I mean, obviously this year has been, been nut, uh, this year has been nuts, right? So yeah. what are some trends that you've seen, uh, throughout this across all the different lines of insurance and, uh, what, what are some ways that people have adapted to it to really crush it? That's a great question because those discussions have been going on all year in the group and when I've been talking with people and it's been super interesting. Like life and health for the most side has had their best year ever and best record months ever because everybody's thinking about it and talking about it and concerned about it. And so it, you know, they're, they're not really having to convince people that, you know, that this is, you know, because, you know, in, in the past it's been, yeah, this is intangible. Like you guys mentioned, you know, really all insurance is intangible. You can't really touch it or ever. But when you see people dying and affected, you know, health wise with COVID and passing away and families left with GoFundMes and all that sort of stuff. Health and life insurance is on their minds constantly. So they've been doing quite well. Um, I have in all, not so much in PNC because PNC does a lot of telesales in general, but on life and health, there is a lot of face-to-face -face focused um, agencies and agents that that's all they did. And, and absolutely, you know, it's great to sit down face-to-face -face and be able to read that, but they've had to shift heavily over into the telemarketing side, or sorry, the telesales side and um, or Zoom calls or whatever and stuff. And so for some of them, it's been hugely challenging, especially for these career face-to-face -face agents that have been doing this for decades or whatever. It's like, well, now I'm supposed to shift over and talk on the phone. And it's been a struggle for a lot. And But for some, they've adapted and picked that up that skill. And now, uh, you know, once COVID kind of slows down and stuff, they have both skills. They can sell from the home. They can go face-to-face. -face. They have the options there at least. And I think for a lot of the agents that have always done telesales, I mean, they, they were they were almost you know, is like Christmas to them because they're like, I've already been doing this. I'm already good at this. I didn't have to change anything. And now I'm getting much higher contact rate, much more people interested. I'm selling a bunch more. And I've had this, this skill that, you know, now is translating on the PNC side. I think a lot of them did, you know, take hits a lot during, during this year, or at least initially during this year, 
um, you know, some you know some people just view it as an expense rather than really um, peace of mind and having the proper coverage when things eventually at some point do go wrong. Um, and then especially the commercial side, uh, businesses really slowed down on on everything and looking at expenses once this went down because a lot of them like, can I even keep my employees? Is my business even able to stay open? You look at restaurants and all these things that you know were were shut down or had to hold up. And so, yeah, commercial um, commercial agents had a, had a tough time. Um, I think it is shaken back a little bit now, but yeah, initially um, it was it was pretty rough. I mean, we had one one um, agency owner come into our program. She had gone four months with no new business on the commercial side and just had some you know a little bit of renewals coming in, but office was in a mall and the mall was shut down to COVID. So she couldn't work out of her office and, you know, let go of her office admin she'd had forever and send that home. Like, can I even keep my agency open or ever? And, uh, and yeah, we, we helped her out a little bit. Now, now she's got like four producers and office admin back and is doing quite well now, but, but I think a lot of agents ended up in that position. It was, you know, if, especially if they were, were hit pretty hard, like, man, how long can I, can I do this? How long can I survive with, with this whole, how the industry's changed or if they've refused to adapt. And that's another thing, just refusing to adapt. I mean, this industry, you gotta be a little flexible and adaptable. And whether that's yeah. a new software or a new technique, a uh, new, you know, whatever it is, you gotta adapt and, and kind of, that's just business in general, I guess. Yeah, anything. Yeah. I mean, you you know that times are gonna change. Bob Dylan said so. And so we, we have to be, well, I'm never mind. Joking. I guess you, I've heard the name before. You, you, you don't know that. I'm pretty sure. Come on. You gotta be kidding me. But, but honestly, if, if you're not able to move and change and do these things, like, I mean, look, I'm 90 and all of a sudden I learned how to do internet leads and now I look younger. Yeah. So, but, but really it is, I, I mean, I at one point did say they suck. I did all that. And, and it, it, it's true. It's, it's all about the process. And usually it is, it, it you know, when things go wrong, it's going to fall on the shoulders of the, of the agency owner and whether they can, they can look at themselves in the mirror and accept that responsibility. You know, some, some folks can't, they want to point the finger. So, um, you know, if we could break through with anybody on anything, and I know you talk about it with people too. It's like, look, responsibility. It's, it is what it is. If they change the commission structure, if they change it, it you know, you got it. There's nothing you can do about it, but, but hanging out with five people that are also complaining about it is going to get you nowhere. It's going to bring you down, bring you down. So run locus of control, right? You know, external locus of control. Everything happens to me. I have, I know I can't go, uh, you know, Hey, the leads are bad. I'm just at a bad agency, you know, you know, I don't have the right, you know, dialer system or whatever. Like that's why I'm not successful versus the internal locus of control. Like I'm in control of how things work out. And, you know, and the people that have that mindset and that focus are the ones, they're the top 8%. You know, that's another thing they have in common. They're the ones that know they control where they're at and their destiny, destiny. And they're putting that, that work, the time, building the connections, all that sort of stuff in. And, you know, they reap the results out of it. When you have that, like, everything happens to me mindset, it, it's, this industry is going to be real rough for you because yeah. uh, it really does come down to, to you within the day. And yeah, a you know, problem for every solution. Yeah. Say what? Sorry, I cut you off. A, a pro- I just said a problem for every solution. Yeah. You know, there's the, it's just like, uh, stop. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the other thing you hear every day too is, yeah. And, and, and there's not too much you can do about it. If you don't have the right mindset at the very beginning, and I know you guys were talking about that on Monday, um, is, nothing else really is going to matter. I mean, you could have 
all the you know the best systems and processes and everything. But if you're already going into it like ah, I'm probably not going to make it, I'm probably going to fail. Like oh, I should probably go ahead and start looking at other jobs and other stuff like that. You're you already have have failed. Like you you're not going to make yep. it when you have that mindset. It all starts with that. So that is no matter what. Like that is the number one. As Craig and I have put together some trainings and stuff. Um, and we've interviewed everybody and, and all this, all the data that we have, the number one thing is the mindset mm-hmm. where there's a will, there's a way. And, and yep. that's what, that's what the most successful people in the world and doing other industries as we've talked that were incredibly successful. It's just a different mindset. So it always starts with that. Like that's the first thing in any training, even if you're training your, your team or anything else, it's all starts with the mindset, like hands down. Cause without that, there's no right. ground to stand on. Well, yep. and we're humans. We're going to get down. You're going to have a bad day oh, and no, then you're going to get on your pity potty and, and do that whole thing. But if you're in the training, if you're around other people that have the proper mindset, then y- you're going to get it. You know, you get out of it. And you're able to move. I, you're about to say something. I can see this grin. <laughs> you set you set the timer. Uh, you give yourself your 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 thirty seconds, your five minutes, your hour, whatever, your pity party, sure. And then that timer's up. You're you're back to it. You, know, you had your little time. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't stay down. You can't stay negative. You can't focus on you know mm. the negatives or ever. I mean, every no is one step closer to a yes statistically. You know, that's that's the great yeah. part of looking at it as a numbers game because it is forever that, you know, hey, it's a numbers game, right? Like right. If I'm those, eventually I'm getting that. Yes. If I'm calling enough times, eventually I'm getting connected with people and getting that sale. Yeah. And so, yeah, you look at it that frame versus like, oh, I got another no. I got another no. It's like, yeah. but yeah, you got, you know, five sales today. Yeah, but I got eight no's or, you know, 20 no's or whatever. <laughs> like, Does it yeah. matter? Like you got the five sales. So, yeah. yeah. You're always going to get a ton more no's than yeses. And I always say it's not how you handle the yeses, it's how you handle the no's. The no's take you to the yeses and you can't get through the no's and you can't get to the yeses. I mean, any any fun stuff with your agents or ever like, you know, the the solo cups with the beads or ever and stuff. And you, you know, take each one out each time you get a no and you know that that much closer to a yes or ever. I mean, you guys, I think you guys probably do the, the sheets, right? Where you, you click off each each dial or whatever, um, and like do your certain amount of dials or whatever. Um, they I just know. take a knife and one, two. <laughs> <laughs> After a certain amount of nose, I think I don't think that's gonna be the most. Oh, yeah, that's way cool. it's like I can have ten ten nose a day, and then well, they can see it tells them. You know, they they know, and and at the end of the day, it's it's just they just know what they need to do. You know, they need to be on the phone for four hours. They need to do a hundred dials. They need to take a bunch of transfers. They need to quote 10 households. I mean, anybody right. that is looking at their people and they see three quotes, I mean, dude, ain't going to happen. Like it right. is not going to happen, you know? So it's like, we look at this, oh, I want to write 200,000. Okay. Well, guess what? You got to do a whole lot of stuff over here for that to happen. Don't even look at that number. That number doesn't matter because that number is just a symptom of doing these things, right? It's the mm. result that you get from that thing. And so, that, that leads into the other thing. Like mindset, you're right. It's absolutely the, the foundation the first thing. And if they don't have the right mindset, I mean, there's not much you can do after that. Or if you're an agency owner with the right, not the, don't have the right mindset, it's, it's not going to go too far or ever. And so that's one of the first things we, we typically focus on. And then the next one is what you're talking about is those agents knowing their metrics and what they need to do and what their goals are and what they're trying to hit. And so that 
roadmap and goals and metrics and tracking is the next thing. Cause you know, I also talk to so many that like, oh yeah, what's your AP goals this week and this month? When are you looking to bring on producers? What are your, you know, metrics for tracking this forever? And they're like, I just want to sell a bunch and grow a big agency and be really successful. It's like, well, that's not really a plan. That's a hope and dream. Like what are, what are you doing to get to that point or ever? What's your, what's your roadmap? What's, you know, what are you measuring against every day and knowing what you're, you're shooting for? And they, a lot of them just don't, don't have it. And so you can't hit what you don't have. Um, so, I mean, and that's frustrating as a, from a producer side too, as an agency owner, if your producers don't know what they need to be doing and w what success metrics look like for them, then they're also going to struggle. Um, and you know, that's not fun to not know how you're being measured or, you know, what success even looks like. So, yep. So David, Woo. what would you say that is a, a bunch of hot Just... knowledge nuggets <laughs> Drop Drop all over this episode. Dropping from 40,000 feet. It is unreal. Just hot knowledge nuggets. <laughs> what would be the number one piece of advice you'd give somebody coming into the industry right now to, to get them to that next level? Hmm. From an agent producer standpoint, finding... A yeah, agency the, owner standpoint. Agency owner standpoint. Okay. Yeah. A new agency owner coming in, finding a the right program or um coaching you know mentorship whatever that is that's going to help you avoid all those common mistakes that you know beginning new agency owners potentially make and really keep you on the right track with the right mindset the right goals the right framework for getting you to where you need to go and not letting you i mean because you guys you know it probably from when you were doing it though you guys probably had good uplines and trainings and stuff but a lot come in and it's like well now i'm going from producer to agency owner potentially and and now I'm in charge of a lot of different you know, get people on the phone and sell them. Now I have to do hiring. Now I have to do, you know, all the costs. I have to do HR. I have to do all these things that all of a sudden, like, they're overwhelmed and they just don't know what to do. And so having someone be able to like, oh, here's the roadmap. Here's step one, two, three, four. And here's how you, you know, you, you move along that is, is huge. And that would probably be my number one thing for new agency owners. It's not always about the contract percent. It's not always about, you know, the lead source. It's really about having someone and, and avoiding those mistakes in the first place and having someone be able to help lay out that roadmap for you. And I think that's the quickest way to to accelerate, to jumpstart, you know, that that process as a new agency. Jumpstart, jumpstart go. Right. <laughs> where And where where can they uh, they can hook up with the group just so you can type jumpstart or uh, marketing for insurance agents in yeah. the Facebook in the Facebook, Google, it's literally the name marketing for insurance agents by jumpstart. Uh -huh. So yeah, yep. there you go. And we they went can, with uh, a very simple name. Uh, yeah. it worked out great. <laughs> and if you are listening, I, we encourage you to go over to the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, and then put in the comments, whether or not he looks like Jon Snow. Oh, my hair. Yeah. I think Mr. More, David Denning does yeah. look like Jon Snow. I would what say, what is so. it like North David of the wall? <laughs> cold which is why i'm in florida so pass exactly. <laughs> well awesome thank you so much for for uh coming on well definitely gonna have to bring you back on down the road um and you just dropped another sure. knowledge yeah, bomb in our group as well so you yeah. guys are welcome anytime of oh, course awesome man so many cool. knowledge bombs thanks so much hey jason yes mr craig that was another awesome episode wasn't it mm-hmm well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? 
they can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process is mm. super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.